dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs were the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash DJ Killer Kev. We here. We back. 115 episodes of You Can't Make This Up Podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. What up? Chilling, bro. Um, before we not to you ain't chilling. Chilling, son. I'm chilling. I'm chilling, <laughs> man. You told me some news though before we get into the pod, man. You back? Your leg good? What's popping? Yeah, man. Breaking news. Your boy ran a mile today. I had to had to see if this calf was gonna take it or not. And uh, zero pain. So yeah, no flare ups. Nah, I'm back to training. All right, what the doc say? I know you had to go yeah, over to the uh, ER uh, and all that. I went to the ortho doc and uh, they looked at it and uh. Basically told me what I thought it was, calf strain. Um, he was like, we could put you in a boot for another week just to keep you from, like, flexing and all that. He was like, but you walking in here, you know, you, we don't want to go backwards. So, right. So if you cool, if you want to get some physical therapy, at that time it was still hurting. So I'm like, yeah, sign me up. By, <laughs> by third or fourth day, it's like, nah, I don't even need it. So I'm out of here. We back. Deuces are wild. How was your week? Woo! <laughs> Let's go on ahead and get to it. I don't even know where to start, man. What you want to know? Because I got a lot of things, but it'll probably be easier if you ask me questions about things that happened on my vacation to NYC. How was how was the flight over? Flight. <laughs> flight game was smooth sailing. You know, uh, a good part about living in a smaller city, mm-hmm. and especially living only about 10 minutes away from the airport, you don't have those hassles that yeah. other airports have, like your, uh, I don't know, Chicago Midways, right. your LAX, you know what I'm saying? You don't have these, like, oh, man, you got to get to the airport nine hours before your flight <laughs> leaves. You know, you don't have those type of issues. Yeah. So, you know, we got to the airport, good time, probably got there probably like an hour and a half before the flight, got through security like yeah. that. Let the phones charge up. Yeah, so we got get, some good tunes on this air. Get the movie, movie buffering so it's ready to go. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you know, so it was real smooth sailing once we got to NY. We actually landed in Newark. Okay. Um, but uh, so this is where it gets good. We land in New York, Newark. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like you've never been to, I've never been to New York City yeah. like this as an adult with like extended period of time so it's kind of like all right we got to get to manhattan so what are we gonna do because you know <laughs> in vegas the, a place that i'm used to shuttling mm-hmm. you know it's 20 bucks they take you to shuttles blah, 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 how far or, is newer from where you was going hour it took so we like all right we get the, the shuttle we're like yo y'all can take the shuttle it'd be 20 bucks a piece uh y'all could take the train it'd probably be five it's five bucks but you might get lost. So obviously I'm yeah. not carrying no luggage on no train <laughs> yeah. slash subway slash walk. So we took the shuttle to the city, man, saw some sights, uh, went through the tunnel, like, yo, we underneath the ocean, <laughs> oh shit, you know, that whole type of thing, man. Yeah. But uh definitely took 
a whole hour 15 to get to the hotel. Mm. And it wasn't even like traffic like that. You know, you riding in the shuttle, you, you're not doing... 90 yeah. on the freeway, like, whoa. 55 at best. 55 and a lot of stops along <laughs> the way, man. So that that's how it kind of started off. Favorite eat? Favorite spot? Ooh. I ain't got a favorite. It's, <laughs> it's a, it's a toss-up, man. We went to this. Uh, I'll definitely show you some pictures, too. Uh, we went to this uh, Mexican spot called uh, Mad Dogs. My mm-hmm. little cousin recommended it. It's probably like about a 10-minute walk from the hotel or whatever. So... Uh, we went there for lunch on day one, and I mean, when I tell you that these nachos was off the hook, <laughs> these nachos was the best nachos I've ever had in my life. Word? I'm a nacho connoisseur. Whenever yeah. I come to your city, <laughs> take me to your best Mexican spot. I'm definitely trying out the nachos, these chicken nachos, dog. A1, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right up your alley. I know, I know you're a picky eater. So. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Right that's up your alley. But we also um, had some bomb-ass New York-style pizza when we was in Coney yeah. Island with my aunt. Like, big-ass slices. I was like, yo, this is, this is that <laughs> this deal. This is vacay. You roll, it, you roll it up. You eat it like a sandwich. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, I see why y'all doing it. it. But it was good, though. Yeah. Another dope eat spot we went to, this spot called Ricardo's in Harlem. Soul food, like I got like some bread. No, no, I get. I got steak, mm-hmm. and what else I get with the steak? I, a steak and a pork chop. <laughs> the waitress, the waitress, <laughs> sold mad love. She bought us a shot. I'm like, yo, this is. I could get used to this. Yeah, New <laughs> York state of mind. <laughs> New York state of mind. She's like, here, have a shot. I was like, oh no, I'm good. No, no, it's on me. It's Saturday. Enjoy. Yeah. I can tell you guys from out of town. <laughs> Let's drink up, be merry. Right. What uh, what sites did you go? Did you go make it to nine eleven? Oh man, we meant we seen everything. Well, not everything. Right. Shit, we really only were in two of the five boroughs, man. Okay. Like Manhattan is so damn big. You know, day one we really were around Midtown. So Midtown, uh, it was like Times Square, mm-hmm. Empire State Building. You know, we're just really around that area. And, Mm. dude, when I tell you, my dogs was barking. (laughs) A lot of walking. Lots of walking. Tons of walking. Uber everywhere? No. Not (laughs) Uber everywhere. We was walking. It was a a combination of everything. Yeah. Well, day one, was it was walking everywhere. Yeah. That's why we was toe up. But uh, day two, you know, we got up mad early because I had a little appointment to go to. Okay. To meet a certain morning show. Nice. You know what I'm saying? I nice. had to call in the plug. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so we went down to Power 1051 in NYC, got to meet Charlemagne and Angela Yee. Nice. Envy was out of town on his uh family vacation again. again. <laughs> <laughs> he was out of town, man, but got to chop it up with Charlemagne, got some good words of encouragement, some some jewels. Uh got some jewels from Yee about some eat spots, some spots that yeah. we could go kick it at. Uh, about this um, this art gallery that we didn't get a chance to make it to, but uh, she was like, "Yo, y'all should definitely check this out." You know what I'm saying? Especially on the uh, like the evening tip. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It'd be something new if y'all are not really in the art. Just try something new. So she was giving us some pointers on things to do. So meeting them and meeting the whole crew. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of people yeah. that go behind the scenes to make a show like that happen. So we met some of the producers. We met some of the promotion staff. Met some of um, you know the other people that make everything happen behind the scenes. So that was real dope for us to do. Then we went down to the 9-11, and that was uh, was eye-opening, man. Yeah, I'm sure. 
Cause so, that's touched so many, you know, touched so many of, of us Americans. And, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, like your parents probably remember when Kennedy got shot yeah. or, or something huge just yeah. happened. Like that's for us, no matter how old we get, no matter our life's journey, you remember where you was that day, what you was doing. Facts. Most of the day you remember. So I know you remember. Definitely <laughs> do. I was three weeks. Three that's weeks. crazy, man. You know, I thought about you when, when I, we were down there. I was like, man, like, yo. When these joints crumble, man, my boy was going to go to war. And I was three weeks into, you know, a, a, a new place, 19 years old. You know, you just making friends. You just figuring out where the hoop spot is. You right. just figuring out the town, where the Walmart is. Like, I was just getting used to my surroundings in Oklahoma. And then, you know, even when the, I, I tell the story a, a lot, but even when that happened, Leaving for lunch, it still felt like, oh, we can go out to lunch. You know, it's just been a crazy day in New York. Right. We can go out for lunch, being young, young troops, not knowing the seriousness of it, not paying attention to the news that hard. You know, we were stuck from 12 o'clock until almost 630 <laughs> trying to get back on because they shut everything down. So it was, yeah, man, it's I definitely want to, that's one of the reasons why I do want to go to New York. Yeah. I want to I see that and just, you know, I remember, you know, walking in my friend's room, he had just bought a, 50 inch, and that was, you know, the, the biggest TV you've seen in a, in a while, you know. And I remember walking in, seeing that plane crash, and I asked them, What video game y'all playing? Because I had just walked in, literally walked in, looked up, pl- playing into a building. Mm-hmm. I'm like, What game mm-hmm. is this? They're like, This is happening in New York. I'm like, y'all, y'all, y'all tripping. You know, went to my room, turned on my TV, like, Oh, it is. You this know, this is really yeah, real crazy. Out of people you knew that joined the military around the same time you did, how many of those people joined for the same reason you did? I would say um, thirty to forty percent of the people that I, you know, came across in my, you know, first first duty station, first first spot. Um, a lot of us that joined before nine eleven, you know, it, it had been a solid ten since anything had happened right. on a global scale. So right. you know, you know, the the sales pitch to most was, you know, you can probably get a bonus. You definitely can get some school money. You know. Only I do four years. Out. Yeah, you, we good. We yeah, ain't going no more. Baby, at time. sold you that dream, and then it get real, real quick. No more <laughs> so, here for the books. So, did you think you saw a dramatic shift in how training or mm-hmm. went from the actual just boot camp yeah. to all right? We really got to get y'all ready to go to war. Is that that much of a training when, of a difference? When I got there, um, my second week there. Um, being the new guy in the unit, the new medic in the se- in the section, um, they were a, a unit was going to do a live fire exercise, and I was with field artillery guys. They had the vehicles that lift up and shoot off the missiles, so they would train all week for like a Friday. We're going to actually shoot some missiles downrange. So I get there. That was like the mindset of the unit. You know, you would each little battalion had their week or to go train out in the in the, in the woods and 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 play army. So. I was tasked as the medic, and they would do all week would be practices for that Friday real deal. So when 9-11 happened, by the time our unit started getting new training directives, it was probably getting close to 2 like right around like mm-hmm. November, December, January. That All of 2 we spent live firing. So instead mm-hmm. of it being once, you know, you, you're out there all week practicing for that one, now we out there, you practice two days, you shoot. You practice two days, you shoot. You know, you might be out there seven days, ten days over the weekend. It, it was no longer a Monday through Friday job. You was out there 
Sunday to Wednesday, uh, the 10 days down, down the road Wednesday. Right. So, you know, it was the training definitely changed. The seriousness changed. The, you know, the that and, and my, my superiors did a good job of really getting you ready to be like, you know, have each other's back because you're going to a place that people ain't trying to see you live. What type of pep talk is that? Man, it's crazy because we had people go AWOL, you know, people that were, you know, in it for the super school and like, yo, I'm not, you know, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll risk it all, you know. So I had, I had off a friend. Off the grid yeah, to this day. Still have I have one friend, man, I, he was standing right beside me when they read off the order that we was going to Iraq. And he looked over at me like, bro, I'm done. I'm like, what you mean you done? Like, you know, we standing there trying to whisper. Like, you can't be done. Like, you signed up for this. Right. He like, watch. <laughs> and when I get back to the unit, I see him loading his car up with stuff. That night, he knocked on my door like, I'm going to get up with you, bro. Nice, you know, nice knowing you. I'm like, where you going? Like, I'm back to, I'm back to Memphis. I have yet to see or hear from this guy. I look him up on Facebook probably every six to nine months. He crosses my mind. Look, still nothing. Off the grid, Off baby. Off the grid. I don't blame you. <laughs> I do not blame and, and, yeah, I mean, all. looking back, you know, if he's able to get that off and he still have a life. Because, you know, it's your social is tied to a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, you you put that social in the wrong database and they see that flag, you know, they calling somebody. So, Ouch. Yeah, man. Ouch. That, that's a hard Ouch. life to live moving forward. Yeah, you know, so. man. Shit. So we checked out the 9-11 memorial. We was down there. And then that's where it got good. I got to do some sneaker shopping. Oh, yeah. I, okay, let me stop lying. <laughs> I didn't buy anything. Come on. we Hold on. Time out. Time out. <laughs> We go to Vegas early in the was it this year or, or last year you went to Vegas? I went to Vegas last okay. this time last yeah, year. So we go to Vegas, go to the shoe spot, I hear the I didn't get nothing. I didn't do it. Now we in NY. Yeah, one and we of the, two spots. One of the Meccas. Yeah. I didn't buy nothing. I but did. then I see post every other week that I, <laughs> that I wasn't selected. <laughs> so you trying to buy some shoes. But it's just okay. not. You like okay, me, so, huh? You just don't want to press that checkout. So this is this is the problem. This is that problem is just a, a reality of the situation. Yeah. Okay, so we go to this one spot, Stadium Goods, known big big spot for sneakers. So I'm in there. I try on the Yeezys. They fit right. I'm like, Ugh. they seven fifty. I'm like, yikes. So it's this other site that I mess with. Stock X, they only five fifty. So I'm like, all right, obviously I'm not gonna be stupid and pay an extra two hundred dollars. Because so, they're right in front of my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is how I'm gonna play it. They're gonna restock on September fifteenth. If I'm not able to cop on the fifteenth, I'm gonna buy them off Stock X because they're gonna be probably about four eighty, maybe four fifty. By then, okay. so I didn't want to make any rash decisions, and also we was just getting the day started. My aunt, little cousin, that's, just showed that's up. That's where my mom. We was, was about to head out to uh, where we went out to Central Park. We we're out there, man. Had a good time out there. Past Trump Tower, gave him the finger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So we went out there. All oh, so we went to Macy's, right? So you know our Macy's. You know, yeah. it's just a you know an anchor store of a mall. Right, you go. Get what you get and get out. Not their Macy's though. Their Macy's is like levels, like six levels. Wow. And the Macy's is basically the size of the Dayton Mall. 
So wow. they got their own Gucci store, their own Louis store. They got their own freaking footlocker and finish line. They got all these anchor stores inside. So the Macy's is the yeah. anchor and then the stores inside. Exactly. Wow. It, it was some it was overwhelming. I'm not even gonna front, man. I'm a I'm a big shopper. I like to spend money and blow money on stuff that I have no business doing <laughs> that. But that was even overwhelming. It was a combination of wow, all this stuff in here. I could really get busy mm-hmm. to like, whoa, it's a whole bunch of people outside. Like, cause this spot is like right on Times Square. So it's just like, you got the big ass billboards, you got mm-hmm. the lights flash, you got the people walking, you got people taking pictures, you got the uh, people outside like drumming. Like walking through Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's fucking wild, bro. Wild. Mm. I it just, yeah, I you can't don't want to have three, four bags and. <laughs> yeah, like, and when I tell you about, I, I tweeted out, Today's word is traffic. Nigga, when I say traffic, I ain't never seen no shit like this ever, mm. dog. So, traffic, everything is stop and go. From all, the back the streets to the main street. Like, I don't even know what's a main street or a back street over there because everything was backed up. Mm. So, the most brave people in the world got to be from New York, man. No hesitation about walking in the middle of traffic. They just go. The light, they're gonna stop. The light is green. <laughs> they don't see a car coming. They walking. The bike messengers, like how they show them in the movies. Yeah, that's real spit. They in there dodging between cars left mm-hmm. and right. Like yo, these motherfuckers got no fear, bro. Man, no fear. I saw that out in the west in L.A. I, and it was on the highway. You know, stopping going the highway, you get up to 35, 40 miles an hour, then you stop again, mm-hmm. and the motorcycles just flying through the dotted lines. Woo! Going like 60 steel, just zhoo, zhoo, flying by. And I'm thinking, man, somebody try to pour out some coffee where I'm from. <laughs> where I'm from, that's that's that could happen. The door yeah. come up at a red light, you yeah. know, and or in a stop traffic situation. And they just, it's like they don't, I mean, inches. You see them squeeze between two semis and it ain't, it ain't phasing them. We got room. We good. No fear, bro. No fear. Like, I'm scared passing people on the bike path. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I'm going a little fast, I'm... Hit my little bell, ching ching, on your left, on your left. Mm-hmm. Like I'm scared they gonna do it. Uh huh. Whoa, whoa, boom. Wobble, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like these dudes just zipping and dipping and bobbing and weaving. It's crazy. Yeah. How was the was it was the parking lot like I had heard it was where you know certain like if you was to go to that Macy's and drive, did you see like parking is twenty dollars or I heard everywhere you tried to go to and park the actual parking you had to pay a, a grip just to leave your car there. I've only saw one parking garage, and it was one of those cube parking garages mm-hmm. where you lift your car up. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw one of those, but I really didn't see any other parking garage. I, I, yeah, I seen a couple parking garages. I take that back. They're mostly on side streets. Yeah. And, uh, like, plain and simple, if I lived in Manhattan, there would be no car. Yeah. But I think about it like, man, I couldn't imagine not having a car. But then you look at that traffic. Who wants to sit in that for hour after hour after hour? Man. So on, was it Saturday? Yeah. Oh, Brian, we went to uh, Junior's. Okay. Got some cheese, cheese steak, good, good ass burger. Cheesecake was cool. It's not... Worth walking for like Diddy <laughs> made the motherfuckers do. I tell you that shit. Uh, My wife said cool. the same thing. Oh, okay. When I told her y'all was going, and I was like, yeah, I told him to try to hit some spots, and I knew he would. And I was, she was like, he gonna go to Juniors, ain't he? I'm for like, sure. I'm like, of course. I'm like, so, so you've been there. I'm like, Juniors or Cheesecake Factory? 
which, which would you pick? And she was like, cheesecake because it's in and out. Cheesecake fact. <laughs> like we waited in line factory. for a long time to get some okay cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake factory tastes better to yeah. me. Um, so we went to the one on Times Square. We didn't go to the one out out yeah. the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So maybe that's got something to do with it. We I ain't don't going know. Over the bridge. Or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we didn't make it all the way out there. But uh, on Saturday, we went out to Coney Island. So nice. we meet my aunt and cousin. Um, back at uh Grand, not Grand Sister Station, but uh at the Port Authority. Mm-hmm. So she pulls up, she go down to the subway where it's hot as a motherfucker. By the way, mm. um, she points like we're right here, we're going here. So basically, Midtown is in the middle of Manhattan, mm. and Coney Island is at the bottom of Brooklyn. Mm. So it's at the ocean. So you basically. You traveling about I don't know I don't know how long, but it ended up taking us about an hour to get there on the train, and probably from twenty five miles or more. I more don't than- even know. It was it was a long time, but the cool part about it was a lot of the ride once you get to Brooklyn is outside. Nice. So you get to see things, you get to check out the landscape, and then you actually see like a neighborhood for a change, as mm-hmm. opposed to just a city cityscape. So we get past in Brooklyn. So we get down to Coney Island. So I told wifey, like, yo, I had an urge to go to Kings Island. I'm like, I want to ride a couple rides. Nah, maybe mm-hmm. nothing big, not the beast or nothing, but, you know, a couple <laughs> bumper, bumper cars, you know. Put some shots up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just have some fun at the amusement park. She was like, eh, maybe. We got that off. <laughs> so we rode about three roller coasters. Now, that uh, the famous roller coaster they got out there is a cyclone, which was in uh, all movies that's basically take place in New York City. Mm-hmm. Like it's a real famous roller coaster, so we got a chance to ride that. That was super fun, and uh, you know me not being a big roller coaster guy, I'm like, yo, when the next time will be in Coney Island? Exactly. When will be out here again? I got to ride the cyclone. You got to live got, a little on Got vacay. to do it. Got to do it. And when I tell you we went to this pizza spot. It was the one. It was the one. <laughs> I want some uh, pizza now, kid. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so we up and walking up and down a boardwalk right there on the uh, beach. It's hot as hell. We ro- already rolled like two roller coasters already. And uh, we stop in a little shop to get some food. And we about to order or whatever. And Shayla get this look on her face. She's like, I think I want pizza. And my aunt's eyes lit up like, yes. <laughs> like, she took us to the spot that she already was like, yo, I want to take y'all here. Uh, but it was like, man, it was so hot. Let's go get anywhere. Let's get some food, get some rest, get some water up in it. She's yeah. like, but so she was ecstatic to take us there. So we went there, bashed on some great pizza. Then we came back to Midtown or whatever, which was, gr- no, take that back. We took the train back. Made a stop at Barclay Center. Nice. Had to check out Hove. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, check definitely. it, check it out. And uh took a couple pictures out there. The only thing in Brooklyn I say I really didn't get a chance to do was uh go see the Biggie mural. Okay. And uh she's like, Yeah, this is probably I showed my eyes, like, this is probably about three bus rides away. I was like, shit, I ain't trying to fucking yeah. jump on no button. I gotta take three three buses to get there, take a picture, then take three bus rides to get back to the subway. Like, yo, uh, no offense, then yeah. why, but yeah. I don't know how these streets see us in the, in the at, nighttime. Let me holler at Peso, see if I can hook something up for you exactly, on the Photoshop exactly. side. Exactly, That's what I told the wife. I was like, man, I, I know a guy that can get a good Photoshop. It'll be like we were there. Yeah, yeah. So we do that. We Like I said, we came back. 
we went over to the Ricardo's joint in Harlem and just was just riding around, yeah. enjoying the city, enjoying enjoying each other's company. Anniversary, just, just man. Anniversary style, yeah. man. So, you know, another place off the off the books, man. Now nice. I can say, man, I went to NYC and actually did some things in New York. Didn't get to go to the Bronx to see Yankee Stadium. Um, so like that's probably like one of the only few things that I really wanted to do that mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to do. I've already seen the Statue of Liberty, so I, I wanted to do it, but it really wasn't a big deal. But I yeah. did want to see Yankee Stadium, but it's just so far, man. Everything like once we got back to Midtown, it was like six o'clock. I'm hungry Full again. Day, yeah. Like yo, let's go get something <laughs> to eat. Then we went to go get something to eat. We finally get back again. It's like ten o'clock. Like, yo, I'm not going out to the Bronx at 10 right. o'clock. No offense to the Bronx, but I'm just saying, like, yo, I'm not from I'm here, bro. with the wife. I'm in no trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? We already stick out like a sore thumb. D- Everybody's D- heads up. It's yeah, like- look, taking pictures, taking a selfie every five seconds, uh, book bags on, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio t-shirts on. Like, yo, these motherfuckers ain't from here. Yeah. Give me your uh, fucking exactly. money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did get to see Jay for you, though. I know you did. Yeah, man. I know you did. Shouts out to the plug. Hey, man, I know a guy that knows a guy. Ho! Yeah, man, that was a that was a number two for me now. You know, I haven't been to many concerts. Uh-huh. Not quite a Bad Boy 20th anniversary, mm, but but definitely up there. Um, <laughs> I got to tell you that story because um, women. Uh, Uh-oh. So... Told him what time I wanted to leave. I knew traffic. I knew Columbus traffic. See, I knew oh. old state traffic. So, of course, we got a, a delay on that. Then we get to mom's, drop the kids off, delay on that. Mom's want to chop it up. I'm like, we're trying to get going, mom. Holler at <laughs> you on the back end. So, we uh, get on the road, get down there. The whole And when, when I left my mom's house, I said, I can stop and get some cash because I didn't have, I knew parking. Yeah. Got riding, talking, forgot to stop to get cash. So I, I we get down there, and I'm, like, trying to – the GPS just taking us to the stadium. Yeah. But it just so happened it was already, you know, blocks and blocks of this way for the concert yeah. traffic, and I got stuck in it. So I get up to the dude. I'm like, tell me you got cash at, bro. I'm like, let me cash out your $20 <laughs> for this parking. He's like, I ain't even allowed to do that. Had to go out of parking, get directions to the closest ATM, get cash, come back. Park, got the car. I hear Khaled. I'm like, what okay. a boss. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we ain't we ain't missed the meat of the concert yet, right? But we definitely late. So time we get up to our seats, get settled. How was that? <laughs> that was a process. It was uh, so getting there, you know, we was just running late. When you're running late, you started trying to rush. Yeah. So we was rushing with everybody else that was rushing, right? And not really paying attention to where we was parked at. Where we turned left, where worst. we turned right, da, 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 da. get in there. I wasn't in the building 10 seconds. What up, killer? I'm like, oh, shit. Know somebody. Somebody said, what's up? Um, went through again. Somebody else screamed across the crowd, what's up? So heads looking back at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> Getting that love. Get, we get up to the seats, and uh, the wife had, you know, I, I, her and her sister had a pair, and I had a, a dolo seat. So I let them sit together. I figured they would be fanning out, be hiving it up. So <laughs> I was just going to chill. So I see them going to their seat. Their section's packed. I look at my section, <laughs> row behind me light, row in front of me light. My row's super light. I'm stretched out. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. 
So they look over like, oh, hell nah. So they come over to me. <laughs> yeah. And they just sit with me the whole night. And That's, uh, the, that's the new wave, yeah. man. I've noticed that, man. I've noticed that about a lot of people like, yo, they, if you don't get the super dope seats, as yeah. long as you're in the building, you don't care. And yeah. then the next level is, shit, why should I be cramped up with all these people if I got just nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between those nosebleeds and these? Exactly. And I got more room over here. And it was uh, like, at most, there was a couple that came and sat kind of catty corner behind us. Or a group of four that sat catty corner in front of us. So, like, everybody had room to put their knees up. Yeah. Everybody had room to lean back if they wanted to stretch out real quick. You was up and down because of the concert. So, you was having a ball that way. And it was it was literally, we sat down, got I talked like y'all, we, we, we made it. Yeah. And it was boom. Concert started, so it was like perfect timing. We didn't miss none of Jay and Beyonce. There you go. Saw all of that super dope concert. They put on a good show. They had a, they had a little transition thing I didn't necessarily like. They were showing like the little in Greece or wherever they were, you know, like the couples videos to like soft music while they would have wardrobe changes. Yeah. So you had like the five minute video playing that kind of like didn't keep the energy up. So right. you just. Allow me to reintroduce myself, and then now it's like showing the family yeah. pictures, family and all photos. Fuck your fentanyl, the, little, <laughs> the arguing, you know, find out about Becky with the good hair, video, you know, like just a little, little, little like intimate moments between them. Yeah, and uh, they were cool video, but that would have been more like early morning with some coffee on the Apple side, on the Apple uh, Music side. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Not uh, at the concert, but concert was dope. Um, they put on a great show. I was uh. I was, How many songs off the uh, Carter's album did they do? Man, they did probably four. Okay. They closed out with Ape Shit, of and uh, I saw DJ Steph Floss um, on the Snapchat. Yeah. And uh, he was at the Cleveland one, of course, and uh, Columbus. And I saw him saying that you know Columbus was good, but this, the, I mean the Cleveland one was good, but the Columbus one rocked out. And I think that was because if you think about it, that was one of the earlier ones in Cleveland. Right. Ape, that whole Carter's album had just came out. Right. It wasn't really the buzz it is now. And uh, I, I guess they flipped some of the show, and they closed out with Ape shit and the whole, have you ever seen a crowd go Ape shit? Like, that was really <laughs> a, a 100K going Ape shit. It was dope, man. It was super dope. You know who Buckeye Guy is? The, the white hat and all that? Yeah. So I'm looking at Khaled's Snapchat. Guess who the first person I see sticking out like a sore thumb? Fucking Buckeye guy and Buckeye guy garb. I'm mm. like, this fucking guy is everywhere, Everywhere. Dude. Everywhere, man. He's, I don't know if he's the man or a weirdo, whatever, I mean, man. I, but he's everywhere. I think it's I think it's dope to be, you know, dope in the sense of like, hey, you know this guy does this. Yeah. But it's all we see him do. But it, it's kind of weird. But then it's like, it's kind of like the dude, I don't remember his name, but like the dude that always be at Welcome Stadium. He looked like he was maybe homeless, but he was like the ball boy. Maybe mm. he's going around getting he's the older guy. He'd be mop, uh, sweeping the floor during the quarter breaks. And he just worked at the stadium. Uh-huh. And, you know, anybody that came in and you saw somebody laughing at him, you'd be like, that's our guy, bro. Right. You know, like you stood up for him. He was he was a part of the fam. You know, I, I used to get down like that with Buckeye guy until last year where <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I don't fuck with him. Uh, Earl Bruce, former Ohio State uh-huh. coach, he passes away. He comes to the uh, service in Buckeye Guy mm-hmm. outfit, signs a poster that's signed by all Earl Bruce's 
former players and signs the buck I got. And that's supposed to be given to the family. Like, bro, have some fucking tact, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, this, that's, this man's dead, dog. This is giving it to his wife and what, kids and all that stuff. Right. And you signing the buck I got with a happy face? You got problems, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe that dye on your mustache is <laughs> rotting your brains, man. Right. But, I seen Khaled snap, and he's the first dude I saw. Fucking yeah. Buckeye guy, man. I was uh, I, I had to look up to see who was all on the opening bill. And I know those those one girls. Oh, um, Chloe and Chloe, Haley. yeah, yeah. They opened Khaled and then J and B. So I, I kind of would have liked to see those two, but you know we came to see J and Beyonce. So. I would rather see Chloe and Haley than Khaled. Yeah, like. I mean, the Khaled thing could have been used instead of them videos, in my, in my <laughs> opinion. Bring Khaled out for the five minute turn. That would have been pretty dope. And then, you know, because all he was doing was just running through the hits. Yeah, running through some of his, some of whoever's, you know. Hove got that OHIO shit off Did the he? whole concert, bro. Like, he, in between the song, he'd be walking like, OH, I, I mean, just. I'm right in the wife's face. Like, I oh. That's right. Yeah. She is from that state yeah, her, of North. Heard her sister try to sit there in silence. I'm like, I You know where you at, bro, yeah. bro. You yeah, know where you was, at. It was live, man. It was a super dope time. The the exiting, we got lost. Walked around half the stadium. <laughs> uh, ended up by the tennis courts. Ended up by the, like, a little sports complex area. Uh, saw some people that looked like students. Hey, there's this bridge, right? And they yeah. got locks all the way across. They're like people locking their love across this bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we got two of them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that wasn't a, a oh, good. Oh shit! Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a good. Like, am, am I close to one? Well, you can go that way. You kind of are. Yeah, you so, might be, or so you we might just, not be. We just walked around the stadium, so we just figured we'll we'll figure it out. If we stayed by the stadium, so got around, finally figured it out. We were just like four cars left in the parking lot. Time we got there, bright side, you didn't have to sit in traffic. Yeah, and it didn't, it didn't rain. Yes, yes, I saw that. But it poured on the way home. Did it the whole ride home? Once you got on the highway, got on seventy, it poured like to where people were pulling over. Damn, uh, flat. Everybody had their flashers on. You weren't going over thirty five. Like it was pouring. You couldn't hardly see. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, it was supposed to rain. The night of the show, mm-hmm. but it held off, and I was, was glad it was perfect. That it, it was held like off. it was like light seventy, like seventy one, seventy two. You had a breeze, especially up in Sea Deck. <laughs> had a great breeze, wasn't hot. I had on a long sleeve hoodie, still wasn't hot. So, yeah, man, I had a good time. Shots to the plug. Hey, that's what you. Everybody needs a plug. I tell Fact. you that. My plug Fact. got me a, a hookup with the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Your plug got you a hookup. I'm sure that with was nice Jay-Z. coming from your occupation. And Absolutely. Getting, getting man. to see one of the powerhouses in the in the business doing do what I mean, they do. You know, no disrespect to my place of employment oh, yeah. <laughs> at all. I like the check. Yeah. But just to see a radio station just like decked out to the nines, as mm-hmm. they would say, is is like whoa yeah. like I mean it's the number one media market in the world yeah. so you expect nothing less right. and they definitely come with it like yo uh, you go into their uh, Power 105.1 their studio I mean they got like a whole bunch of other um, stations mm-hmm. in their building but you go into their wing you know you walk in you got a production studio a production studio 
Then the Breakfast Club studio, big studio. Mm-hmm. Then Angie's studio. And then you got like another production studio and another production studio. So I asked you, I was like, hold on. Cause like, but those other lights were off. I was like, do all y'all have your own studio? It's like, no. Well, yes and no. Like um, production studio, production studio, art studio. Um, normally, uh, Angie Martinez only is the only one that uses this studio uh, on a regular basis. Uh, DJ Self uses it sometimes but clue sometimes but most of the time clue is spinning so he uses a different studio when he's spinning all the time and everything like that so it's just like you could really get that off to say you got your own studio yeah. or whatever but like yo like yo, take me to the house dj set up i know they that and now you know i thought about it like <laughs> man i was like i really wish i'd have worked on my mixing skills that's why i was, was kind of glad envy wasn't there because i because i'd have been like yeah i would wanted to show him some 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 shit. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just dropping it on one like you always do. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Did you watch the VMAs last night? I did. Uh, I watched. I watched up until J Lo gave her speech. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, I tapped out. I had late night with the baby the night before. I was up <laughs> early. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it to this J Lo speech is over because I kept thinking she was gonna thank Puff. So I was <laughs> I was holding on to the hope I could get a laugh out of that. Man, man, man. Was, I watched bits and pieces of it. Not really uh wifey was watching it as she was washing her hair, you know. New York is a dirty ass town, bro. Like I felt the grime and dirt and every bit of it, man. So you see them you see them uh tabletop phone rats you was talking about out there? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I seen we did see one rat though. We saw one running down the sidewalk. I was like, oh what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, not and I'm a Ugh. sucker. Yeah, that's that's Ryan tough. Drake is looking into the studio. What's Shut up? You coming on the pod? <laughs> last time you was on the pod, they were trying to come for your neck. Oh, you want to get paid? Ain't no pay all over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, not Cardi. Yeah, I watched Cardi B do her fake intro. Yeah. I saw that. I saw her win an award. But um, I saw Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Okay, here yeah. we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here About we go. Time. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. I have a lot of issues with Nicki Minaj. Yeah. I yeah. used to really fuck with Nicki Minaj because I thought she made good music. Thought she was a nice looking lady. Mm-hmm. Um, thought she had good fake parts. Yeah. Didn't think her fake parts looked ridiculous. Yeah. Think they were well proportioned for her body. Yeah, definitely. I think they looked good on her. But slowly but surely, she's become annoying. Very. And it, it for me, it hit level five yeah. last night with her whackness, man. It definitely got to a point for me, like, I fuck with some of the new tracks. Yeah, that, that joint with Foxy is yeah, hard. I fuck with some of the new tracks. And I'm like... The Barbie Dreams is yeah, hard. I'm like, just... T- if you just be... Like, turn it down to just being somewhat human like i feel like it's all just the facade is so crazy that it's just like it, it distracts from good music i mean she still can make good music you Facts. know she Facts. she gets caught up in the in the internet trolling and the and the what she thinks someone else is loving yeah and at the end of the day like boom boom and some flow is good with most people you know and like she got that <laughs> definitely she do rap. She can rap. She makes good music. It's just, for me, it's some multiple things, man. Um, I don't even know where to start. I, oh, I do know where to start. I'm starting with the hating. Yeah. Like, this is blatant, man. She's just hating on Cardi 
And, you know, I understand, man, like, you feel a type of way. Um, you write your rhymes. I, I don't deny that. I think she does write her rhymes. I mean, some people don't think she writes her rhymes. I do think she writes her rhymes. Like, because if Safari was writing her rhymes, how come Safari can't rap? Yeah, and she still made some hits. <laughs> She's making hits. <laughs> and, you know, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say she do write her rhymes. As, as, much, as vehemently as she says that she writes her rhymes, I'm going to say she writes her rhymes. Because mm. if she don't, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be bad news for her. But the main thing I, I I like to speak on, man. Well, not even the main. Yeah, we'll get to the main thing. We'll save the funny shit for later. <sighs> she goes on Funk Flex. Yeah. After her album drops or whatever, whatever. I didn't get a chance to listen to a whole audio because it's about an hour and a half. Me neither. So I listened to bits and pieces of it. But the biggest takeaways from all this stuff that's been going on with her lately is one. Safari stole from her. She supported Safari. Safari didn't support her dreams. She put her and him on her back and carried them to Young Money, made hits for Young Money, got them out of the hood. Now they're living good. And she don't got no love for him because she stole from him. He's a bum-ass nigga. Mm -hmm. She gives with Meek Millie. She breaks up with Meek Millie because Meek Millie is immature, likes hanging out with his boys more than he likes hanging out with her, yada, 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 as young men are prone to do. Definitely. Definitely. You got to figure it out. Got to figure it out. Then she's kicking it with Nas, one of the dopest MCs ever to grace the microphone, but they can't seem to kick it together because Nas has too much going on to commit to a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. So out of these Known three failed relationships. The one common denominator is Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. Yo, pussy whack. Just maybe. Maybe. And it will be a tragedy if her pussy was whack. Especially as much as she flaunts them cheeks. Exactly. Especially as much as she wears hardly anything most of the time. You know, and like you say, there there was a strong summer or two. Where you was checking for them Nikki IG posts. Facts. So like the whole the the when she dropped the joint with Big Sean, the ass, ass, ass. I was I was like, yeah. She's starting she, to the fall whole, into the Holly Berry carry, the yeah. Holly Berry category of like, is it trash? Because yeah, it's you have gotta be. And from like what I saw last night, obviously she's had a boob job. Oh yeah. Like they're huge now. Like, yo, unless you Unless you were pregnant and we ain't know, <laughs> right. them motherfuckers and got huge. Beyonce like, was looking nice. I <laughs> um, the j- jumbotron had a couple shots. Man, 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 yeah, man. definitely got the horns. <laughs> definitely got the horns. <laughs> and then when she started shaking her ass last night when she won an award, I was like, "Yo, that looks terrible." Yeah, it didn't look like I wouldn't want to see that coming towards the bed. That 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 <laughs> ad, the ass shots. Must have worn off, and you got way too many pumps. Mm. That looks terrible. Very, very. Like, Nikki, stop it. Stop. You're embarrassing yourself. She is. And then we, all that, all that. And then we add on that she shouts out, I'm the new Harriet Tubman. Have you have you seen this? Have you come on? She man. came. I obviously missed this one. She, it's, it's on TMZ. That's what I was looking for. She shouted it out to what? basically. When trying to say that, you know, in a nutshell, 
she she if she would have just said it, if Harriet Tubman would have just sat and took it, you know, X, Y, Z. And she's trying to say, I'm not sitting here and taking it like I'm the dopest. I'm the trying to just categorize herself with that. And there's nothing about what Nicki Minaj do and what Harriet Tubman did that should be put together. You know, so that's been a slap in the face. It's just it's a whole bunch of that to where. You think you're getting something off. You know, you think you're checking Who Tiffany Haddish. Who think that shit is clever? She, yeah, she, she tried to check Tiffany Haddish during her speech because Tiffany Haddish and uh, Kevin Hart was, you know, going through their little monologue and having little funnies. And she played Fifth Harmony. Yeah. And Nicki Minaj come on there and like, hold on, so-and-so is that bitch. And, 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 and trying to check her in front of everybody. It's just, come on, just make some music. Too much, bro. It gets Too to where much. you... You start, you're going to milly vanilla yourself and just be out of here. That's why I'm hoping to goodness for her own sake that she truly is writing her rhymes because if she don't, mm. it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that bombshell hit is over. Bitty, bitty, bitty bad for her. But yeah, she was on here and she, you know, all the queens I remember shook shit up. Queen of the week may go to Harriet Tubman. Had to just sit there. Had she just sat there and ate her rice. You niggas history would have been a lot less triumphant. Is the is is one of it's one of the tweets. Man, she whack as fuck. Whack, man, man losing she, it. Like my they wife. Caught up in said, that sauce, man. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly right. Like she feels entitled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that people have to understand, man, out of people that we grew up listening to, mm-hmm. there's only three of them still around, still relevant, man. Jay-Z, yeah. Snoop. And Dr. Dre. Yeah. Like, in this thing we call hip-hop, shit moves fast, man. Very. The the tide changes quickly. People, it's a young person's game. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, our homie A. Dizzle came on the pod. If I was like, yo, A. Dizzle, man, uh, come to this um, Wu-Tang concert with me. He'd be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. But in rock and roll... You take a kid that listens to rock and roll heavy like that, mm-hmm. you say, hey, man, come to this Aerosmith concert. They come to this Vegas. U2 joint. We there. They with it. They but <laughs> in the hip-hop culture, we shun the older dudes and say they shit is whack. I had the honor and privilege of seeing Run DMC and Jam Master J in concert. Yeah. One of their last concerts before Jam Master J was murdered. Mm-hmm. So I consider that an honor. Yeah. Like these dudes today, they don't consider that. So I say all that to say, Nicki Minaj, you got to understand the fact that Travis Scott got the number one album. You got the number two album, which isn't a failure. Your album is actually pretty good. That just because he sold more than you don't mean you got to put him down. Yeah. Like, well, oh, I don't get that. Like, well, it's it's a changing the, game. What is the the reward in that like what are you what 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 are you getting is the is the 50,000 100,000 views that extra that come your way or the million in Nikki's case that come your way you know like are you just chasing that so hard that you lose yourself in it and i, I just feel like some of these artists get so they try to hang on to that top spot especially you know like all should yeah. but there's ways to hang on to it you know there's there's ways like you know not to not to uh, bring it up, but, you know, my light-skinned brother and Drake, you know, <laughs> he see a girl about to have a heart transplant yeah, in uh, Chicago doing the Kiki Challenge or the Kiki Dance, whatever you want to call it, and goes, Are you goes to visit her, you know, goes to say, hey, stay strong, shows up at the hospital. Like, there's ways to stay in the light 
Yeah. And not have to be doing what you're doing. You know, it's just, it, it's for people that's our age and people that really have grown out of the youngness of, of life. Yeah. You know, they don't find that it has as funny, as attractive, as cool, you know, so. So she gonna have to, she better figure it out because she wants it's new people, artists that's coming forward. Exactly, she wants people to worship her, and I mean, you know, like she, her and Ariana Grande allegedly are best friends. I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, Nicki is 35, mm-hmm. Ariana Grande is 25. Who do I know that's 10 years younger than me that I hang out with? That's in my core. If you call somebody your best friend, they in your core. Yeah. <laughs> the only person that I know that's 10 years younger than me that I speak to on a regular basis is my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yo, my those people don't count. They're my little cousins, okay? Exactly. But, like, okay, when I'm in Cleveland, do I go hang out with my little cousin like that? Yeah, we go out and hang out. Uh, but, damn, a yeah. person that's 10 years younger than you kicking it with them like that, allegedly, I just think that Nikki is – is is gone off that sauce, man. Yeah. It's just the 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 fashion lights. Yeah, all that shit mm-hmm. is just gone to her head and she's I think she's lost who she truly is. Or maybe she don't even know who she really was. You know, on the record what she got with uh Takashi Six Nine, mm-hmm. she said something along the lines, I really don't want no friends. You damn right. Yeah, I can I can see you having a hard time keeping them. Cause she just seems so high maintenance. She even and, went to what Manhattan to perform for her part of the VMA. Took the chopper from the from the Radio City to allegedly. another location. Allegedly, yeah, <laughs> you know, that was recorded on Wednesday. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> wife asked me this, like, so if she came to the radio station, would I interview her? I told her probably because that's my job, but you know, I I don't like interviewing people that I could care two shits about mm-hmm. like if I don't have like I try to keep positive vibes and like I don't have anything positive outside of hey man this is probably your best album right but to somehow like people wouldn't want to hear that yeah. people would want to hear me ask her all these questions about Safari Nick, uh, Meat Mill and Nas like I would just want to talk about the album exactly. like and all uh, people want to want me to ask about Cardi I don't care about that stuff I, I care about the music like Tell me about the music. Mm-hmm. How'd you get back to the to the rapping, Nikki? How'd you get linked up with uh, Foxy Brown? How'd mm-hmm. that collab come? Shoot, who's making these beats? These sound like some classic New yeah. York hip hop beats. Uh, those are the type of questions I would want to know. Like, I don't care but about none of that. They want to hear a clap back at you with something you've asked. Exactly, yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and I get a feel that she will want to put out those type of vibes like yo i'm i'm the number one bitch i'm like look man i don't care man yeah look i just at don't at all deflate your ass a little bit yeah deflate and the tits a little bit go back to what 2015 version <laughs> yeah i that, like that that, version. that was right on the that was perfect because <laughs> especially at her age too it gets to the point where like and as someone in a similar age bracket should should feel like you shouldn't be living like that. You shouldn't be carrying yourself that way. Like you shouldn't be out here just doing it for the for the follows and doing it for the bicker and doing it for the like the wrong reason. Yeah. Like, like it's it's room for everybody to eat. You know, if you if you putting out the right shit and you got the right vibe and the right following, it's room for you. So yeah, it, it, man. it's it's terrible, but hey, it's 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 Nikki, it's almost expected. You know, 
Unfortunately, that is a super fact. It's, it's definitely expected right now, especially in today's climate, man. Definitely. It's definitely expected, especially from everybody. Everybody that's in the business seems like if they don't have drama attached to their name, is they're not a somebody now. Like, yo, music's supposed to be fun. Music's supposed to be entertaining. You don't have to be hating on each other to keep things moving, man. Yeah. That's yeah. enough about that, man. Definitely. definitely. We had Nikki on the pod too long today. <laughs> that, that bumblebee butt, uh, bro. Yeah, I know you do a lot of weddings. Yeah, man. How do you feel about fall weddings? Fall weddings are becoming increasingly popular. I will mm-hmm. say. Um, I personally, if you're gonna do a fall wedding, don't try to get the summertime spot off. Because <laughs> a fall wedding, you could have that day where it's 55 and raining. Doesn't nobody want to be sitting out in no rain, no wedding. You know, the weather could be crazy, especially here in Ohio. Over the last decade, I would say, I feel like almost our seasons have changed as far as what the calendar set. You know, we get we'll, we'll get a hot day in April, and then we'll get a we'll get you know. I remember golfing two weeks before Christmas a couple of years ago. You know, it was like a week, week or two before Christmas, still being able to go golf. And the weather's been crazy. But the the vibe of a fall wedding, I like because it get dark earlier. I can turn my lights on. You know, they so the vibe of a fall wedding I do like because that that night atmosphere with the party and Saturday night, you know, it's 7.30, 8 o'clock, and it's dark, and you know, I do like that. Wear a little blazer. I do enjoy that. A little sweat, a little cardigan. <laughs> I'm, I Personally, I'm a fan of the fall. You know, the summer for me is cool. I enjoy the long summer days and the sun being out, but I am a fan of the leaves changing. I'm a, I'm a fan of that, of that time of year, so. Okay, so obviously you're coming at it from DJing a fall wedding. So I'm going to mainly come at this from uh, an attendee. Okay. Fall weddings are trash, bro. Mm. I, I I realize that because, if, unless they're on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, you're a gambling man. Mm-hmm. What if they got a fall wedding that starts at 12? Oh, I, the, the iPad stays charged <laughs> during fall wedding season because I done spent many of uh, 8 o'clock, 8.30s missing that Oklahoma, Old State kickoff, mm. missing that mm. Alabama, Old State playoff, mm. playoff round one, mm. trying to watch it on a Wi-Fi that keep rebooting. Like, yeah. I'm getting paid to be there, so I have a different, you know, I have a, <laughs> I have a different feeling about it, but... Is is that is I mean I, I I can remember I did my boy's wedding and um it was last year and it was during the Ohio State Michigan game like it was it was that weekend Bruh. and and I can remember like going out to like the the vegetable whatever they call that vest vegetable area mm-hmm. and uh, getting the names ready to announce them to come in and I can just remember all the bicker from the groomsmen like bro you got us in here are during you know, we missing the game, bro. Let's hurry up and get this dinner going so we can step out and see the score real quick. Yeah. Like, it becomes a thing. It becomes a problem. So, especially for your football fans and even people doing the Sunday weddings. I mean, I'd have had the red zone on mute all day at a wedding, you know, trying to, trying to get, trying to try to keep up with the fantasy league, trying to DJ your wedding and give some effort. You know, it's, that part of it is terrible. I think it's more crucial for a fall Saturday. 
Mm-hmm. Because I mean, look, look, we, we live in Ohio. I'm sure we got listeners in different states, but we from Ohio. So we gots to see the Buckeyes. Not Definitely. gotta see, gots to see the gots Buckeyes. To see them. And when you deprive an Ohio State fan of watching them Buckeyes, no matter if it's San Diego State, Backyard State, mm-hmm. Michigan State, we get irritated, man. Very. And there's no worse feeling than getting that save the date letter in the mail <laughs> for a, in the fall. So, you know, first thing you do, you run to your phone and see who you got on what day. Yeah. Thank goodness I haven't gotten any of those. I haven't been in a fall wedding in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I just I started thinking about that, man, when I saw your post over the weekend, like, yo, you're killing another wedding. I was like, I know he's doing some fall weddings, man. Like, and that's got to be it's crazy. Funny, it's funny you asked that. You know, that th- th- this wasn't a topic that was discussed prior to us arriving here. Yeah. But uh, this week alone, I got booked for Central Homecoming during the actual, like, Saturday homecoming day at the school. Okay. Like, some three to six at somebody's tent type oh. of deal. So, they want to vibe it up that way. Um, first Heavy thing, Patron out there. Be ready. Yeah. First thing I did, though, was look October 13th. Like, and that's going to be three that's, to six. I want to say Mich- uh, Minnesota. That's what I'm saying. A big t- <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that's a Minnesota 330 kick. And I'm from three to six. So, <laughs> and, and then I started thinking... Well, I'd have been to a few of those has a has a patron, you know, coming through. I'm gonna have to go butt crack early yep. to even Minnesota get, to even get parked because of the whole Central State homecoming situation Facts. be crazy. So I'm probably gonna have to go early and sit around on my time, not the time I'm getting paid to be there, you know. So like you gotta people people complain about the DJ's price sometimes mm-hmm. and. And all that intertwined, you know, you, you booked me for three hours, but I'm giving you seven because I got to show up at 12 yeah. to figure out how close I can get my equipment to you. You know, I got to show up at like eight in the morning if I really want to get my shit there with no qualms. So I booked that. I booked the October wedding in Cincinnati. I got an inquire for what a, date. <laughs> uh, that's the week before. Oh, um, matter, is fact, it Saturday? matter of fact, I had the sixth and the seventh weddings. It, the sixth and the seventh? Of October. Okay, so the Sunday I got seventh is a Sunday. Yeah, I got thirteenth. I have uh, November. I got a sweet sixteen. Um, November third. That's my anniversary weekend. You know, so that's the Nebraska game. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it just becomes where you know our 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 plans for our ten uh, year cruise. We have changed them. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We decided not to do the, the Bermuda thing. So we still got, you know, that's my anniversary of my 10-year, you know, the day before. So it's like, I asked, I'm like, you sure want me to take this gig? But when you eating off of your dream, yeah. you know, it's hard to pass up yeah. for a $500 gig hey. to go spend for $500 somewhere, you know? So Fact, so you sacrifice, you know, thankful I got a nice, a nice one at home, man, that gets it. She understands the dream. She understands what I'm working for. She uh she's okay with uh spaghetti a couple of days a week. You know, she don't need to she don't need to filet mignon every Friday. But you know, she gets the the grind and and the, she she supports me 1000. So that's it, it makes it all kind of, you know, worth it when you when you're scheduling things around, you know, your life and trying to trying to chase your dream as well, you know, it it makes it all worth it, man. So. Now, I'm not attacking yeah. your livelihood cuz I got another question about <laughs> weddings. 
how many more weddings do you have in you? Not to DJ, mm-hmm. but to be in, to say, hey, Kev, I want you to be in my wedding. I'd be honored if you were in my wedding. How many of those more you got left? Because I know how many I got left. I think. I know exactly how many I got left. I got one. Well, no, two. Two two more people could get that off to where I would be like openly like, yeah, yeah, of course. Whatever you need, you know. It would be it would be uh hard for me because I I was in two weddings last year. No, wait. Yes. Last. No, two the last two years, same time of year, two okay. weddings. So I, I was in my big brother OP wedding. Um has a DJ and a groomsman. So mm-hmm. that was, you know. Work and play. Yeah. Um, and then I was also in my boy Desmond that came and visited us a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. I was in his wedding. And those are, you know, you're committing people. I see this a lot at weddings, you know, during the toast or during just dialogue. When I, I got the best seat in the house when it comes to observing <laughs> because my job is to make sure the bride and groom is cool. That's all I really care about. You know, they're having a good time. They pay me. We we all good. Right. So I'm constantly eye watching people. Listening, and you will see where you know certain weddings I did. I remember Atlanta wedding. The groom had his moment to thank everybody for coming, and really touched on, you know, y'all didn't have to do this to his groomsmen. Y'all didn't have to, you know, drop that one fifty for this suit. Y'all didn't have to pay for that plane ticket to come from where you come from to fly to Atlanta to be in my wedding. Y'all, y'all gave up a lot of your time, a lot of your money to put a smile on me and my wife's face. And like when you hear people address it that way. You think about it like, yo, you really are. I mean, time you time you come up with a with, with a gift that you want to give your boy, or you want to yeah. you want to make sure the his favorite alcohol on the party bus, and you want to make sure you sh- I'm gonna buy these new shoes for my boy wedding, and make sure I'm super fresh. And, yeah, you no, know, you you spend five hundred real quick on being in someone's wedding. So it's that's why I say. Shot smoking, my dude, and AZ about the only two left. Got get two, that off. Yeah, for sure. I got I got two left to be in. Now I I, I come to your wedding like oh, a yeah. motherfucker. Oh yeah, I'm there. Oh, I'm in the building. Yeah, yeah. I get a gift in the whole night. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Hey, where where you registered at? Uh-huh. Oh, you want Best Buy? You want Walmart? You want Target? Whatever, baby. I got you. Long as I ain't in it. Yeah, I, I actually get excited. <laughs> When I get that card in the mail, because a lot of times, you know, people think of me and they'd be like, yo, I want Kev to maybe spend my my engagement. Mm-hmm. And they cool with me and they're like, man, I would have invited you. I kind of didn't want you to work, but I like you. I like how you rock parties. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll, I'll get that from the, the couple where it's like, we want you to have a good time. And what I'm doing this weekend is my wife's sorority sister. My wife is in the wedding. Okay. So that puts an extra stress on where my children gonna be that day, and, <laughs> and she gonna be, you know, party busted at two, two and from. They, uh, she went down to Tennessee the week before to pick up. I think I told y'all on the yeah. pod, pick up the alcohol. So we, I know a bottle of Patron is waiting for me on the table for this weekend. I know what kind of vibe this is gonna be, but they they wanted to invite me as my wife's or my wife's husband that's coming mm-hmm. to her sorority sister's wedding, right? But then they fuck with Killer Kev. So it's like, I kind of get paid to be a part of it. But when I get that letter in the mail, like my big bro OPZ invited me and the wife to the uh, baby shower. Uh-huh. Yo, the moment I got that letter in the mail, opened up and saw who it was, 
straight to the RSVP call, straight to the website, got the gifts. Yeah. Didn't even like tell him. I called him like four days later, like, did you get my shit? <laughs> <laughs> he like, you sent this? We had no idea who sent it. You the first one. Like, I was excited. You know, like, I don't have to work that day. I can come enjoy it on the other side of the fence. So hey. I look forward to those nights. So I got two more to be in. That's all I got left. Yeah. So my brother, obviously, if he ever decides to take that, <laughs> take that route, I don't know, whatever. If he does, for sure I'm there. Now this last roster spot, <laughs> my cousin Jordan. Mm-hmm. Or or yeah yeah <laughs> first yeah. come first serve yeah 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 that <laughs> facts or my man Austin now me and my boy Austin been boys since we was in fourth grade he's currently engaged but there's no date mm. my cousin he is a emotional guy <laughs> he can find a girl tomorrow and be engaged <laughs> by the end of the week yeah. So whoever is getting that <laughs> spot, that A. So what happens that, in 2023 when the other one sends the sends it over? I can't do it because <laughs> I, I got to reserve that spot for my brother. Yeah. That spot is – so technically I only got one spot left. You know <laughs> one, what I'm saying? One spot and then – Yeah, this yeah. spot is reserved. It's for big bro. It's whatever big bro want. And I'm there. So that spot is – so it's on y'all. Mm-hmm. I'll I tell, gladly be there. I, I touch on this a little bit too when I, I try to meet with a lot of my couples prior to, you know, we go to the Panera, go to the coffee shop, just see where their mindset at, what they like and don't like. And I try to tell them, coming from a, my, this is my 11th year of having 10 or more weddings a year, you know, so I've crossed that 100, 100 wedding mark. You know, I've seen, I've seen the amazing weddings. I've seen helicopters fly out with the bride and groom. And I've seen that wedding where grandma made all the green beans, she made all the macaroni. You know, everybody came in and this is just a love, you know, yeah. a, a love wedding, what I call those. And people don't realize, man, I was telling my wife just th- today, people don't realize, I, I got the timeline emailed to me for this wedding this Saturday, and she's very detailed in everything that she do. So it's like all of Friday is laid out, all of Saturday is laid out. I like this lady. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> all my questions was answered that I have for this week is in this email. So I appreciate that. But- I tell my wife, y'all gonna start makeup at the butt crack of dawn, cause y'all number one, the bride gonna the bride and groom ain't gonna sleep that much, cause it's your wedding day. You wake up excited. It's like Christmas morning for an adult. You about to get married to someone you love. Mm-hmm. Your sleeping ain't like you like you like it should be. Your day starts early. Your boys and girls got you drinking before noon, cause it's your wedding day. You ain't twenty two no more. You thirty seven. You thirty six. You are forty. You however old you are. And by the time dinner come at seven eight o'clock. You've had a full day of drinking, a full day of partying, a full day of smiling. Like, it, you get tired. And then this party, this way I got, they booked me from four to midnight. Whew. Eight hours. That they they won't make it. Yeah, it's like they're going to be, <laughs> then it's open bar. Definitely. They got not big make it. boy handle Hennessy bottles on deck. I mean, it's going to be a turn up. It's going to be a bunch of sorority sisters and a bunch of fraternity brothers rocking out. And I know. It's going Sunday going to be terrible for a lot of people because they going <laughs> to turn up. I'm looking forward to it, but I just know the day is long. The energy drops, you know, and then musically they want me to save the night, you know, and, you know, I do my best. But mm. when when you've literally 
reached that point where if I drink any more, I'm going to be in the fucked up category. Yeah. You know, your, your energy for the night changes. So we'll see. They got I, will big... say, I will say this, man. There ain't no turn up like a wedding turn up, hey, though. This one got, guess how many guests they got confirmed? This is my probably my biggest wedding I've done. 300. 350. Shit. 350 and, and Shit. over 100 to 150 are flying in. So you're going to have 150 people that ain't got nowhere to be, don't know where to be. Right. Here for but this. This is it. This so, is the whole yeah, reason. Here for this. So I'll have a meet of people that ain't going nowhere and ain't going to want to stop at Twitter. Where is this wedding? It's uh, it's in it's in Dayton. It's in Dayton. Okay. Tell yeah. me off mic. I will. I, I want to. Pop yeah, up yeah, like this what is, up though. This, this is, is one you night, can ease night. Saturday. Saturday. You can easily slide in there and not be noticed. Oh, I'll definitely way. bring a change of clothes. I'm coming up in there. You said open bar too? Open bar. I'm gonna open tell the everything. wife to dress appropriately. They when I met with them, they asked me one of the first questions is well, I like to drink. And I said, Well, when I did, you know, when, when I, I I was a Patron drinker. You know, it was like we would have a bottle of Patron for you, just for you. So yeah, it's gonna be one of those. Yeah, I think I'm gonna come. Shout out to the Johnson wedding this weekend. Hey, there it is, yeah. man. Shout yeah. out to the Johnsons, man. Shout out to everybody celebrating love, getting married. Hey, it's it's I'm blessed, man. I always say this, man. I'm blessed to be wanted because I always feel like this could be the year where it starts to slow down because of how I used to tackle my DJ career in the city. I was in the clubs. Mm. I was in Michaels. I was in Evolution. I was in party spots. That's how my name got around to these people who are now falling in love, having families, got a house now, got got goals, chasing something. So I, I always feel like this could be my summer where it slows down. But every summer, man, I'm still getting uh, – this year I think I had 17 total. So Woo. still getting calls, man. I would say it like this. I now, from watching you, OPZ, and uh, Ty Supreme – I now put DJs in this category. Barbers will never go out of style. Mechanics mm-hmm. show ain't never going out of style. And DJs. Man. Y'all can eat forever. And it's really because motherfuckers always need a haircut, <laughs> always need a car fix, and motherfuckers is always falling in yeah. love. And if you and That's if, if, if you're a dope DJ and you handle your business, you know, like I I've been blessed to cross over into the weddings that you wouldn't normally think a guy like me would get. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had an all-country wedding. I've had a wedding where they wanted Mbop and Garth Brooks mm-hmm. on deck. You know, where they, I've had weddings where, you know, they want two hours of jazz for cocktail hour and dinner, and you got to have your jazz on point. And, mm. you know, it, it's, a, it's it's really work, you know, and it's, but I'm fortunate enough to where in my, in my line of work, I, I could do the homework for your wedding in 2008 and use it in 2012 still if I need to. So, like, all your work you do, you can pile it up to create your vibe, create your pocket, and then, you know, you don't have to get ready. It's a vibe. Hey. It's a vibe, man. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev, you can't make this a podcast. We'll be back on Sunday. Yeah, man, we're going to knock them out. Absolutely. Yeah. Peace. Peace.